I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 486 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I have an awesome guest to bring you guys today. Brian Kilmeade is the co-host of Fox & Friends on Fox News. He is also the host of The Brian Kilmeade Show. He is a New York Times bestselling author of several books, including Sam Houston and the Alamo Avengers, The Texas Victory That Changed American History. Brian has been covering sports and news for several decades. Not many broadcasters can say they are on air six hours a day, five days a week, but that is exactly what Brian has been doing since 2006. You can catch him on Fox and Friends weekdays from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Time, and then jump over and catch him from 9 a.m. to 12 noon on The Brian Kilmeade Show. He's got a full plate, so I'm honored to have a few minutes of his time here today. Brian Kilmeade will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Brian Kilme was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you'd like to watch the conversation between the Fox and Friends co-host and myself, please subscribe to First Class Fatherhood on YouTube. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. All right, if you guys enjoy my interview today with Brian Kilmeade, you may be interested in checking out my interviews with other Fox News dads, including Sean Hannity, Pete Hegseth, John Roberts, Will Kane, Stuart Varney, Johnny Joey Jones, and so many others. Go through the archives of the podcast and listen to them at your convenience. Make sure you guys are following me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace because I have got so many great upcoming guest announcements that are going to be dropping over there very shortly. All right. And if you guys are enjoying the podcast, please hit me with a rating or review. It always goes a long way to help me out. And as always, guys, please help me spread the word about the podcast. Every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list, let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks. Family values rule. And every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to be right back with Brian Kilmeade. I'm Alec Lace and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. At Fox Nation, we've been dedicated to sharing the stories of those who have sacrificed for our great country. And in honor of that, we're giving all active military and veterans Fox Nation for free for an entire year. Get the shows that celebrate our country and the people that serve and protect it. If you're active military or a veteran, go to foxnation.com to get this limited time offer right now. Thank you for your service and enjoy your free year of Fox Nation. All right, dads, you have heard my interview with Navy SEAL Jocko Willink right here on First Class Fatherhood. Now I have teamed up with Jocko, and you guys can benefit. Jocko Willink has got an elite lineup of energy drinks, apparel, supplements, protein shakes, and so much more available at OriginMain.com. That's O-R-I-G-I-N-M-A-I-N-E.com. And you guys can save 10% off your order by using the promo code LACE10. Visit OriginMain.com or hit the link in the show notes and check out Jocko's awesome lineup of Go Energy drinks, milk, protein, and so much more. Crafted in America, built to work, made for life. If Jocko Willink is putting his name on it, you better believe it's a quality product. So go. Visit OriginMain.com and use the promo code LACE10 and you're going to save 10% off your order. There's only one Jocko Willink, but there are multiple Jocko Willink products on OriginMain.com. Visit OriginMain.com or hit the link in today's show notes. Use the promo code LACE10. Save 10% off and go get some. Joining me now, First Class Father, Brian Kilmeade. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Let's start right here. How many kids do you have and how old are they? Uh, Three, 
uh, 24, uh, we have 20, and 18. All right. Yeah, these are going to get a lot easier as we go along here. Now, what, what kind of... What kind of sports or activities were the kids into growing up? Well, I think uh, my son was playing uh, was playing uh, soccer all the way through high school, pretty high level. Just, yeah, couldn't play at Syracuse, didn't want to play at Syracuse, and played basketball as well and baseball. My daughter's playing soccer in college right now. She's a, a sophomore, going to be a junior next year. The other one's a senior in high school playing soccer. They both played basketball today with sophomores in in high school and decided just to focus on soccer after that. Very cool. Did you get, did you get a chance to coach at all? Or did you enjoy watching that stuff from the sideline? Uh, both. I mean, I coached all three of them for a brief period of time. For my son, I coached him from when he was five all the way till he was 18. So did all the soccer, basketball, but mostly soccer. Awesome. If you could, Brian, just take one second here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. All right. What I do on a daily basis, uh, I host Fox and Friends, co-host Fox and Friends from six to nine. And then I go and host the Brian Kilmeade radio show from nine to noon. Uh, I was able to write, uh, I'm in my midst of my seventh book, which we're going to release over in November. Uh, the first two were sports books. Uh, it's how uh, the games do count and it's how you play the game. And then I read George Washington's Secret Six, Thomas Jefferson, the Triple E Pirates, Andrew Jackson, the Miracle of New Orleans, Sam Houston and the Alamo Avengers. And now we have uh, coming out in uh, November 3rd, will be uh, the president of the Freedom Fighter. How Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass wartime friendship tell save America's soul. So I was able to do that. I fill in all over the channel and have been doing that since 1997. Yeah, yeah. You're always very busy, Brian. You've been crushing it along your career here. So along this journey then, about how old were you when you first became a dad and how did becoming a father kind of change your perspective on life? Uh, 30, um, 31, 30, 31, 32. And I just think... um, like I always had a good perspective. I was never caught too caught up in myself. But the one thing is you just make it your focus. It's almost uh, it just makes everything uh, very easy. Uh, it's they come first and everything else comes second. And if that's in your mind, everything else, you just work around that, work your way backwards. So if uh, the big good thing about doing a morning show and, and doing the radio show and being done at noon is I could if I had to pick them up from school, I could do the practices at four o'clock in the afternoon. I'm not commuting at five getting home at 7.30, and then hoping to catch, you know, maybe the second half of the game or just uh, crossing things out during the week. Back to school nights and everything, I don't think I've missed more than one. And so it's just been, you know, that, that becomes your focus from day one. Yeah, very well said, Brian. And I know, obviously, you just mentioned the books that you've written there. I'm a big reader myself. I've tried to always encourage my kids to read. Are your kids big readers, and have they had an opportunity to read your books? Well, I... I you know, I'll have to ask them. I mean, they know what's going on with all of them. Um, my wife certainly does. And they know that they know the deals. They know the storylines. But I mean, they're going 100 miles an hour. My daughter in college is is uh, doing a double major and playing soccer. And then the, the same with them. They're reading that my senior in high school reading nonstop. My son's doing a million things. But they know what's going on. They have a sense of history, a sense of politics. But I'm not jamming it down their throats. Yeah, good stuff. And then what would you consider then, Brian, to say, what would you say are the top values that you had hoped to instill in your kids growing up? Uh, just hard work. You could be, you might not get the job. You might not get make the team. You might not be the starter. You might not be the star, but don't get outworked. That's my main thing. You got to be prepared. Don't get outworked. And then you have no regrets. There's certain things that are out of your control, 
Um, you're not going to get some things. Things are going to be so-called unfair. It doesn't matter. You just got to out-hustle everybody because that's the only thing you really control over. Everything else is a lot of it's circumstantial, a lot of it's timing, a lot of it's who you know. But if you prepare and you get ready, uh, sooner or later, things are going to break your way. Yeah, well said, Brian. And then back into what you do here. I know you, you've written a lot and covered a lot about sports and politics as well. And uh, unfortunately, it seems like a lot of that has gotten blended in together here more now so than ever. Which do you prefer to, to cover personally? Do you, do you enjoy the sports stuff? Do you enjoy the politics stuff? Which do you personally enjoy better? I have no interest in covering games. And, you know, I, I definitely want to do things of impact. I like when sports becomes news. I like it. I mean, the feature I'd like to do now is this new relationship, fans and athletes. Do they appreciate each other more right now? Because they both couldn't have each other for the longest time. You watch at home, the ratings are down. But when there's an opportunity to go, you see Phil Mickerson, Mickelson get the crowds he did yesterday. If people don't care about sports, they wouldn't be there. If um, And though people say they don't care about the NBA, look at the size of those crowds and the passion what we heard over the weekend. I like that. Uh, but I'm more impacted. Uh, I'm just more involved in news now. I'm just not interested in the score. I, I like the people in sports. But in terms of the news, uh, war and peace and uh, elections to me just mean a lot more. Yeah, and one thing I, I do on, on this show too, Brian, I, I try to bring in dads from all walks of life here, sports, politics, whatever it may be, and a lot of military dads as well. And I think right now we got a fatherless crisis going on in our country. I talk about that all the time. we got so many kids are growing up without a father or a father figure in their life, and it's having a devastating result on our community. And so I think it's cool that we get a chance to see these players or these politicians get an opportunity to share their family journey, their, their fatherhood journeys through their social media. We get a chance to see them as more than just the athlete the actor, the politician, and it gives us a little bit more of an insight in, in, into their fatherhood journey as well. Yeah, I mean, the first time a lot of these uh, these situations in the inner city happens and these kids that have gone the wrong direction, first discipline they get is cops. So cops are like the bad guys, but they're like the only thing separating uh, total anarchy. gives them, They're giving a lot of these kids a sense of boundaries. So whether they overreact sometimes, underreact other times, look the other way, uh, regardless, the cops should be the last line of discipline, and in many cases, they're the first, and now they're taking the brunt of the blame, when a lot of it's the family structure. You know, I, you know, you could have a nuclear family, and you could have terrible parents that are disinterested, bad, or uh, alcoholics, drug addicts, um, whatever it is. I understand they could be bad families, like everything else, but at least there's a family structure to aspire to, to say, I don't want to do that, or, I want to be better than this, but unfortunately, that's not happening over and over again, and uh, you know, I think it's too that people think fathers can be replaced. I really don't think they can. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. And yes, I agree with you there, too. It doesn't necessarily mean that if you have a nuclear family, you're guaranteed success in life. But when you look at the statistics, 90 percent of homeless kids out there, they're coming from fatherless households. And, and those statistics play through all the way through teenage pregnancy, teenage drug use. And, you know, if you see a neighborhood with that high teenage crime rate, you'll see a neighborhood with a, a high absentee father rate as well. So it all correlates. And then speaking on that about discipline, what type of disciplinarian were you, Brian, as the kids were growing up? And is that different than the discipline style that you grew up with? Um, you know, there's definitely a sense of uh, right and wrong and the school comes first and uh, you make eye contact with adults, you shake hands, you keep conversation going, you always act respectful. And, and thankfully, um, between me and my wife, I don't think that's ever been an issue. I don't think people have ever come up to me and said, well, um, you know, besides people saying that they're funny 
and they make funny comments. I never heard anyone say you've been acting disrespectfully, that they keep conversation going. I think my kids have been around adults so much between the coaches and the travel and the, uh, and the extended family. Uh, that's the main thing. I think they understand that uh, they have to take responsibility for, for their own life. They're not perfect, but I don't really, you don't really have to bring the hammer down. Yeah, well said. And, and then speaking on that, what you do there, Brian, obviously living a public life like you do, social media uh, can be pretty unforgiving out there. How have you kind of been able to manage your kids with any kind of criticism that's come your way? How, have your kids ever been affected by that, going to school because of your job and what you do? Yeah, a little bit, but not that much. And they one thing they ask is just don't put our pictures up without us telling you. Like In the beginning, they didn't care. Now it's mostly I put the dogs on because they have no say. Because people want to know stuff about you personally, that they watch you every day or listen to you every day. But you got to, you know, you got to respect them now as they get older. They want their own sense of privacy. But I think they get a kick out of some of the stuff. It's like because some of the stuff is so negative, it's almost comical. And other stuff is very supportive. So they get the benefit maybe of that. Uh, for the most part, it's something that they've always had because my son was born in 96. I got started filling in in 96. And you know, got the job in 97. So they never knew anything that different. And it's in the beginning, no one really knew what Fox was. It was the third network of news networks. And they said, why does this country need three news networks? Next thing you know, between the election mess of, with Bush and Gore and the 9-11 attacks and then the Afghanistan war, the, the Iraq war, um, you know, the, the era of Trump, uh, the era of President Obama, all that, everything that happened, Fox became bigger, bigger and bigger. And everybody's profile rose. We went from the number three network in news to the number one network in news. And now it's the number one network, period. Yeah, incredible. And now I know Fox Nation uh, is blowing up big as well. And now you have this Grateful Nation initiative. What could you tell us about that? And how can the listeners take advantage of it? Uh, if you've been serving in the military, you're going to get a free year of Fox Nation. There's a lot of patriotic stuff on there. If you want uh, some of that from Pete Hegseth stuff. Uh, especially uh, Pete does Modern Warriors, and he does as another history series. I have a history series, which is going to be up to 32 episodes of What Made America Great, uh, all these different uh, different points in our past, people and places and things that have happened that separate us from everybody else. So I'll be able to travel the country and do that. So you'll have that. And if you want an escape, you got Tucker Carlson's great series and America Built, so you have so much content on there now um, about we're able to go long form, no commercials. You're able to go 30, 40 minutes with these specials if you need to. So uh, and then you got the live stuff. You can watch the radio show. Dan Bongino show is now on there. So you have live programming as well. So I think people are, gonna, uh, are loving Fox Nation. Yeah, very cool. And it's awesome that the, the veterans and the active mem uh, duty members get a chance to get this for free. So I'm going to include the link in the description of this podcast episode so they can tap it, get over there and get in on the deal. And I, I love bringing the veterans on the podcast as well. I've had Pete on the show here. So uh, I always love to hear their fatherhood journeys as well because they sacrifice so much for so many of us. And, and bring it back into you as a dad here, Brian. Now, my I have four kids myself. My only girl is six. She's my youngest and she's quite a ways away, thank God, yet from hitting that uh, scene where she gets introduced to peer pressure, drugs, alcohol, and dating. You've been there and done that. How did you kind of handle it when your kids uh, got old enough to start hitting that dating scene? Well, I'd take a play-by-play. -play. It's 18 and 20, so it's still, I'm, I can't say I've, I've experienced through it. They they do their thing. It's like any other challenge. How do you get along with school? How do you get along with your relationship? How do you get along with your coach? 
So you, you play there. You want to be open enough to give them their privacy at the same time to be there as a resource. So, um, you know, that's that's the thing. You got to give them some room and kind of feel your way through. Because I just think it when they get older, you want to be trust them enough to give them their privacy, but also know that they're not on their own yet. So, you know, I'm not saying I have the book on it, but I'm lucky to have two very uh, mature daughters who um, understand uh, discipline and, and values and ethics. Yeah, very cool. And then obviously this last year, everybody got life got kind of turned upside down with the pandemic and the COVID. How did that work out with you and what you do? Were you able to spend more time with your family or because of all the news cycles uh, picking up? Were you, did you have less time to spend with your family? I know a lot of families had a chance to re-engage because they weren't traveling as much. How did it work out for you? Well, I mean, I still worked every single day. Uh, I wasn't going to Manhattan for about two or three months, and now I'm going back to Manhattan again. But I didn't have the shoots that I had, and um, I didn't have the events. So you're not doing speeches. You're not going to Texas on every Saturday or over to Florida. So I was able to have probably have more time, uh, definitely have more time than usual. But I probably worked more than most people because there's just more opportunity. And there's no sense of there's nowhere to go. I mean, you can't even go out to eat for six months. So if you're going to be if you're going to. If you're going to be going to work, you try to get the most out of the day. You need me on the five, I'll be there. You need me at seven o'clock, I'll be there. Fill in for Laura Ingram, I can do it. And being that one, the studio is about 15 minutes from my house as opposed to an hour where you can just go down and host the five from the neighboring town. Pretty interesting. Um, and there wasn't a lot of competition. So you go away with your family, you do stuff. But at the same time, you know, there's not a lot of recreational opportunities. Yeah, good stuff, Brian. And then obviously Father's Day is right around the corner here. What is, what is the uh, what is the perfect Father's Day kind of look like for you? A couple of soccer games, go out to dinner, uh, be able to work out in between, maybe get a run in. And that's uh, that's fine with me. Hopefully the weather cooperates. Yeah, good stuff. I'm with you on that. And obviously you mentioned you're in the middle of writing your seventh book here. What other kind of projects or goals do you have here for yourself for the future? Uh, well, I w- I'd love to turn these books into movies. And one script has already been written. It was all set to go on um, the History Channel. And then the bottom kind of fell out of their budgets. So we have the script of a three-part series of Thomas Jefferson, the Tripoli Pirates. I always thought George Washington's Secret Six. I actually thought it would be a brilliant movie after watching, um, uh, after watching Nicolas Cage's series on National Treasure. I thought this is better. Um, the lead actor will be understandable. And it actually happened. So with the spy network. So I always thought those could potentially do it. I also have a um, I just like to see what other things we could explore, especially on Fox Nation. There's so many opportunities to do things. It's like a big gym and you could do whatever you want in that gym when they roll the ball out. Yeah, very good. Uh, very cool. Look forward to seeing all that stuff, Brian. I hope you do hit, hit these things. Uh, maybe se- even a series or, or a movie would be awesome to see. Uh, last thing I want to hit you with, Brian, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about to be father who's out there listening? Um, just be there, uh, be present, be open uh, to input and uh, trust your instincts. It's usually right. And and I just think being present is the key. And when you're being when you're actually present to be present and listen and, you know, don't don't you don't try to raise them in your image. You try to see their personality come out, see how they're different, and you try to bring those elements out to you. And that's it. I mean, I always, I like talking to kids. I like like seeing their friends when they were, whether they're eight or 18. I love to see the interaction between them. 
and and just give them enough room so they could be themselves, but also be supportive enough to know that you, they're not on their own. Yeah, very well said. I love the message. This has been an honor for me. I got to say, Brian Kilmeade, you're a first class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. No problem. Someday I'll end up on that quilt behind you. I'll know I've arrived if I get on the quilt. <laughs> all right. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Brian Kilmeade for giving me a few minutes of his time here. It was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love reading your feedback. Make sure you guys lock it in. I got a lot more First Class Fatherhood coming your way this month in June as we get ready to celebrate Father's Day, which we do on this podcast every day. I've got so many great upcoming guest announcements. I can't wait to share with you guys who they are. Follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace. I will be releasing them there first. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. You've been listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers. Sometimes